good Friday evening, Draft Crafters. Yeah, that's where we're at, JP. Have you already cracked on open? Is that why I didn't hear anything on your end? Well, you know, mine doesn't really... You know what? I might be able to make the noise. Oh, oh-ho, oh-ho-ho. I, I see. It. Yeah, well, whatever it is, I can see that you have a bottle that is definitely not a can of beer. So why don't you no. enlighten us on what you are drinking, sir? Well, I, funny enough, what I was in the bottle I'm not drinking, and um, I can't tell you what I'm drinking because it's a, a guy at work, and I each <laughs> picked three bourbons under 40 bucks. Mm -hmm. and, well, well, let me rephrase this. It's we mystery about, juice. We picked about 25 bourbons each under 40 bucks, okay. and over the course of time, we've been doing a March Madness-like bracket. Oh, is this the final? I'm in the final six. <gasps> All right. If you're curious, I don't know which one's in this glass per se, but <laughs> I can tell you that standard Buffalo Trace, standard mm -hmm. Wild Turkey 101, mm -hmm. 1792, Old Granddad 114. Okay. Uh, Bullet Rye and standard Elijah Craig Small Batch made it. Those right. weren't necessarily my top six. Because what mm -hmm. we did is when some when one makes it out of a bracket or like when each mm -hmm. one, I will rank them one through six. He'll rank them one right. through six, and then we average our rankings together to do that mm -hmm. score. Because you know what I mean, it's two people yeah, doing one bracket. So mm -hmm. that might not necessarily have been my six, <laughs> but it's those are still really six really good ones. So right, I don't know. Maybe by the end of this episode, I can. I was gonna talk about the variety pack of the long drinks, but maybe I can do both. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think so. Well, let's, I, may not uh, have let's a get... I might not have a final order by the time this is sure. over. Sure. Fair this enough. Well, I can tell you that I'm only doing one thing right now, and that is the Lord High Fixer. It's a hazy from the boys over there at Three Floyds. And so, you know, we're trying to work my way through a little variety pack that they've got as well. And I mean, everybody knows Zombie Dust in this area, maybe not around the country, but certainly in the Midwest. That's one of the, the beers that a lot of people have caught on to as an IPA. This is their hazy, and it's uh, pretty delightful. It's a hazy, but there's still some bite to it. So I, before we actually said. get going, I, well, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Before no, we get good. going, you're, transitioning. you're gonna hear weird noises from me unless Dan edits it out. Because <laughs> when I taste bourbon, I do a lot of the. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And well, I don't since know. we've told everybody about it, I think I'm okay with it. This makes the job easier on me. I don't have to try to get your weird noises out of it this time. Yeah, well, you gotta like wish it around in your mouth. Oh, of course. You move the tongue around. Let it get the whole palate. Mm -hmm. You let it hang. Mm -hmm. You swallow. Then you kind of see how long it lingers. And <laughs> yeah, it's a process. So anybody who's wondering, is work. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, it's it's a labor of love for you. But, yeah, so anybody who's wondering what the weird noises are, that's just JP enjoying himself while we talk yep. about teams that may or may not be enjoying themselves because we did the AFC last time on what we would do if we were given the reins of a franchise for, like, one day to do one thing for them within reason. Again, we can't trade for Pat Mahomes. We can't bring back Tom Brady at a, as a 25-year-old. You know, he's like, none of that stuff's He might come back on his own, though. You never know. He could. He could pull a Roger Clemens-type thing, come back halfway through the season. Who knows, right? But uh, we are going through the NFC, and usually we go north, south, east, west. But partially because the Lions are in the north, and we both love the Lions, and also because you seem to have nothing but negativity for the teams out west. Let's flip it. Let's start out west. Give us your first team, and let's get rolling through the depressing side first. Again, I want to throw out this disclaimer that uh, we wanted this to just be raw, so I haven't thought about this. Mm. Like, really, I haven't. I've written down any notes. Same. 
I'm literally just going and looking at their depth chart, their coaching staff, and what would right. I do? So I'm going to start with the 49ers here. And it's a really good team. It's a mm-hmm. really good team. I don't – oh, you know what I'd do? Is this fair? Okay. I'd get rid of the stupid black outline on the helmet and the, <laughs> the logo. You do not like that outline. Nope. I absolutely despise any black in there. <laughs> San Fran should just be red, gold, white. Well, it's a compliment do to the franchise, else. then. Don't do anything else with it. And I'm not a big like red jersey combo guy. When they mm-hmm. have this, the red and the white jersey, like so clean, so awesome. But, <laughs> all right, let's let me let me give a real take here. Well, that Are is my sure? real take. That is say, my I feel real like you're take, good. but this I feel like that's shape. a lame take. And I don't know. I'd be kind of curious to figure out if 49ers fans are like, hell yeah. <laughs> or, they'd be, or they'd be like, no, nah, give me something real. You know what I mean? Okay. But, um, something else if it's not, If it's not that, um, really what it is is I guess I want to applaud how they built this defense. But, uh, sure. no, in all honesty, it, I, I think I, I just want to talk to all the athletic trainers the medical staff, what every anybody and everybody who has anything to do with keeping players healthy or getting them back from injuries or pre- preventing mm-hmm. injuries, because I don't know what it is with running backs. Hopefully CMC <laughs> can break this cycle mm-hmm. and quarterbacks. But man, the Niners are Kurt. I'm, I'm bringing in the best medical staff there is on planet Earth <laughs> to keep them healthy. But I, I got to know, like, I need to know if, if Purdy's mm-hmm. healthy. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know because <laughs> we can't keep giving. I, w- I would say I can't mm-hmm. keep giving up my picks, you know, right. to keep us in contention here. And mm-hmm. they did that with CMC, but they got to figure it yeah. out. They got to they, they got to figure some... out this injury bug in those two positions. That's all there's to it. <laughs> Start out with some holy water, bring in some shamans, whatever you got to do to yep. sort this thing out. So maybe that, that you can bring in the the uh, the magic of prayer or whatever to get them rolling in the right direction. Who knows? Because there's a lot of 49er fans that are looking to the heavens right now to see something happen uh, and just for health this season. A team with fans looking to the heavens because they're wondering what in the world is going on. It's the Arizona Cardinals. New head coach and Jonathan Gannon, new staff all the way around. So from that standpoint, I don't have to necessarily clean house because they just did that. But, uh, I mean, shoot, one thing I might consider doing is finding a team to, t- to take Kyler Murray from me. So I don't have to worry about that contract, and I can go after uh, you know Williams or May or one of those guys. Are you doing? Uh, coming are you doing year, that but. now, like immediately? If I could get are you someone wait to do it, see. if I could oh, get okay, someone okay, to take him now, I would. But they're not that going would to make sense because he's coming back from the injury. Yeah, you can't do that. Like let him come back, see what happens, end up maybe winning yep. some games. Like if you're going to mm-hmm. move on, you got to move on now, and then just right. tank in a way. Exactly. Let um, Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon sort things out. But they're obviously not going to do that. They're obviously going to cling to Kyler Murray uh, and see what they've got there with him. But the other thing that I would figure out is, I mean, this whole team, outside of my boy Isaiah Simmons, uh, there's there's there some, there's some holes, man. i got to get him in there. Every time we talk about this team, i got to get him in there until they get rid them of them. Them and the Giants. We'll see what happens. Them and the Giants. Uh, I, I am hoping uh, in all of the, the lowercase G football gods that if Simmons doesn't re-sign with these guys, please don't go to the Giants. I cannot deal with you oh. being able to have fun with that. That he would not that, be, he, I wouldn't correct. talk about him anymore. If he goes to the Giants, I'm going to stop talking about him. I'm going to have to. That's a lie. You'll keep talking about him. I won't have to. 
Nope. But yeah. Okay. Other Let's than that, back. looking at this team, yeah. Other than that, looking at this team, I mean, I I'm not convinced that their D line improved much. They really didn't do a ton. They waited until the sixth round to get anybody with Dante Stills, and he might be a decent fit. Uh, but really, the the men that they picked up this year were edge rushers Dante or super Stills. depth pieces. Oh, man. I like Dante man. Stills, but I also don't think that he's ready to start right away, right? He's going to be a rotational piece at least this year. But they also don't have any beef up front right now that I feel comfortable with. Carlos Watkins, LJ Collier, not saying those are bad players, but they aren't with their original teams for a reason. And Richard Lawrence hasn't done anything to blow me away either. The point is this, this is an entirely uh, suspect defensive line for me. So that's really the spot that I would focus if I couldn't get someone to take Kyler off my hands. All right, let me take her out to L.A. here, sir. Get into is it. it fair to say I get rid of those gradient numbers too? Mm-hmm. I'm fine with you doing some cosmetic work on them. Yeah, I know, but that's lame too because I did it with San Fran as well. So, <laughs> no, I would do that. I, let me get mm-hmm. that out of the way. I'd do that as well. But um, you know what I'm doing? They already have 55 rookies on this 90-man <laughs> roster. I mean, right. let's just tear this sucker down. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't think I can trade Stafford for anything right now, but I think you got to move Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, you can never trade He's a running back for anything. You might be able to get something out of Aaron Donald if you trade him to just a contender who's trying to go mm-hmm. all in like right now. You know, like like um, the like LA did a couple years ago. Yep, yep. They're not gonna get a ton for it, but mm-hmm. I, you, that's what I would do. Yeah, Any sure. of these veterans who are you know. We're really good players, Pro Bowl caliber players that just I don't really expect. Yeah. Even if Stafford stays healthy, a cup stays healthy, do you mm-hmm. really think this team's competing for anything? No. I, I really I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't either. I, I really don't. Um, so, yeah, I, that that is my answer. I, I'm tearing it down. Okay. Any any starters who aren't don't fit the window of the rebuild time are up for, they're for sale. Sure. Make your offer. Give me his. It's a complete <laughs> opposite. Yeah, it's a complete opposite of what all the previous history Rams did, where they trade every single draft pick to get players. Now I'm trading any players to get draft picks. I'm hitting the basically just or yeah, reverse. Flip yeah. Yep. Well, That's again, hey, look, they got a title out of it, so fair. Oh no! That's, uh, yeah. yeah. Detroit again, has like none in the Super Bowl era, so well done. Right. Also true. Uh, and again, so like a team that we talked about, though, that uh, that's trying to they they've realized their windows closed, I guess, out there in L.A. is what I'm trying to say up the coast in Seattle. We thought their window was going to close when they got rid of Russ. And maybe they knew something we didn't or maybe it was just the dumpster fire. It was last year in, uh, in Denver. And it'll be an aberration. But regardless, Seattle Seahawks have reloaded. They haven't rebuilt when it comes to how everything's worked out. And that includes having Geno Smith come back after uh outlier season for him last year so my first thing i would do is solidify the quarterback spot because i don't feel like gino is the long-term answer i know he's only 33 i know he could still have five six years potentially playing at a high level if somehow they unlocked who he is last season and this is who he's going to be going forward but i don't really have that faith and so i i also don't have faith in drew lock or holton aylers as your third string guy so they need to look toward the uh, the future when it comes to the quarterback position and i don't know if that means 
finding a cast off like they did with Geno that's a younger guy like maybe Trey Lance doesn't pan out with the Niners maybe you know I don't know that they would ever do a trade between those two teams but you know you find a way to get somebody who is maybe a bit of a reclamation project in there for now because your team is good enough to where you're not going to be getting a high draft pick like you might be able to still grab one of the five quarterbacks we so, think might go in the first round towards the end but still once might. once, once Minshew's no longer starting right and there you go that'd I'm be a kidding. guy that he might uh, be a little older but hey well, he's a little older, but he's still only like 26. He's not that old. He's he's probably like a, two years older than Hen Hooker or whatever, right? So You and I might still... be the, the biggest fans of Minshew, though. I don't think we anyone are. else on planet Earth is We is definitely there. are. Yeah, and I'm not sure how well Minshew fits with Pete Carroll. I feel like they could uh, definitely smoke a bowl and see what happens. But uh, Seattle is in good shape is what I'm saying. The real big question mark for them going forward is that spot because their, their wide receiver situation is – great their offensive line is solid they've even got deft pieces in there running back looks pretty solid with charbonnet and kenneth walker and i'm looking forward to the bet that they're going to have in the michigan michigan state game this year right but even the defense is in pretty darn good shape all the way across the board so adding devin witherspoon adding Derek hall this is a pretty solid team they will contend for that division if geno smith is the geno smith of last year not the geno smith of his entire career before then yeah i mean it's them it's them and san fran it's basically mm-hmm. them and San Fran, and if San Fran has the injury bug still, it's probably them. If San Fran can stay healthy, it's San Fran. Let's head out east. All right, east we go. I'm going to go to Dallas, Texas here, dude. Uh, you know well, what? East-ish. I'm gonna, the first thing I would do is take the low-hanging fruit. I'm going to give you okay. a two-part take here. Okay. Uh, a a pain, Zach go. Martin. Pay them. Okay. Pay him. Seriously. Yeah. He's one of the best guards in the league. Still young for offensive linemen. Right. Um, let's pay him. I mean, I think Dak even came out today, literally, and he's, like, going on Twitter and whatnot and, like, please pay this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's Just, 32, so you're looking at one more contract for him. By the end of it, he yeah, might be a little longer in the tooth, but yeah, he's a guard. For, he can play guard for at 37. Guard, yeah. Interior guards, they'll go till their mid-30s easy. They could get right. him for a three-year deal. Just pay the guy. He's still playing great. Mm-hmm. Your starting quarterback wants him, and your starting quarterback's had a lot of freaking injuries. So right. if, if he wants him, <laughs> bring, just pay this guy. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, other than the low-hanging fruit, um, I, I guess I would try to figure out what – so Dallas, as you know, surprisingly, not this past year, but the year before, maybe the past two years, basically ever since C.D. Lamb mm-hmm. – um, like they were on a bit of a terror of drafting all these guys that were always my guys. And, you know, like I was kind of salty because mm-hmm. I really want to not like the Cowboys. Sure. But, you know, they, they hit C.D. Lamb, the, Parsons. Zach Martin, Ty, uh, Tyron Smith, uh, Michael mm-hmm. Parsons. These, these are all guys. Uh, Trevon Diggs, Jordan Lewis. Mm-hmm. These are all guys that I liked a lot, right? And they were on a yeah. roll. I'm try- I want to know who was – hitting the draft button this past year because it was it was not <laughs> it was not anything like the past few drafts were i don't know what <laughs> was going a couple on guys you like they may have taken a few guys i like but uh, my goodness based on who was on the clock when they yeah. took the, like, mm-hmm. i don't know you can go back and listen to the draft grades <laughs> episode i i, I want to pay zach martin and i want to figure out who's making these drafts this past year only <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe they handed the reins to somebody else. But I'm going to take even lower hanging fruit and go over to Washington. And since they just changed the ownership, you know what you and I are saying. Like, let's change 
the name. I wouldn't be opposed to changing some of the color scheme, but definitely first thing I would do is like, what are we changing the name to that doesn't suck? I like that they want the military tie-in. I have no problem with that. It is in our nation's capital-ish. I'll trade. I'll trade you the Giants for the the Commanders for teams we cover. No. What? Stop. No. My my heart can only grow so large toward the Giants, and right now it's the size of the Grinch in the beginning. So what you're saying is, by the end of this movie, you really (sighs) are just gonna fully embrace them and love them. Zero percent chance of that happening. Also, the same really thing for me. If I was running, stop. If I was running the Washington Commanders, though, they wouldn't be the Washington Commanders much longer. That would be. We'd just scrap that. We'd start over. I'd even go back to the football team for a year if we had to, just to get rid of another ill-fated attempt at trying to do something to connect with people. So, I like the be enemy higher. I I like one of their two picks up that they did in the secondary with Jartavius Martin, unless keen on Emmanuel Forbes. We talked about that, but the dude's a ball hawk, so hey. Um, the other thing you do from an offensive standpoint is I don't have a ton of faith right now in their offensive line. They obviously think they do. I like that they're rolling with Sam Howell. I'm a fan of that. Uh, so I would look at the team name and the offensive line of the two areas I'm spending time on if I'm a Washington no longer, much longer the commander's GM because that that needs to change. The team is not bad. They're going to be 500-ish, I think, if Sam Howell pans out. Uh, but man, that O line is a bit suspect, and that team name is just atrocious. All right, man. I'm gonna go to uh, your your other squad here. I'm gonna talk about so, the Giants, Dan. Yeah. Um, I think anybody who, if anybody's listening to this podcast, they know exactly what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. I understand in the third round you drafted Jalen Hyatt. Go get a freaking wide receiver. Please. Yeah. Like, you, I understand why they paid Daniel Jones. I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's anywhere near an elite QB or even a great QB. He's slightly above average. Solid. He's solid ish. Yeah, above mm-hmm. average. Um, I'll give him that, especially mainly because of the athleticism he brings. But, um, mm-hmm. I could also, you know, I could also take in like a maybe pay Saquon type thing and let's end this True. hate towards running backs, but they kind of <laughs> already sort of did that. So that's okay-ish for now. I understand they went and got Darren Waller, but dang, right. you had Daniel Bellinger, who I like a lot, albeit he, he was getting dinged up a lot. Mm-hmm. But, um, so they've got great tight ends now. They've got a duo of tight ends that's fantastic. Sure. But can you can you give – can you give Daniel Jones a, a very solid wide receiver to work with to take some of the heat off from Saquon as well? Give him That'd a weapon. Nice, you paid him all this. Give him a weapon. Give him something to work with. <laughs> and Isaiah Hodges, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, Sterling Shepard, Wandale Robinson. Why do I feel like my favorite wide receiver on the team is the last rookie wide receiver they got this year and that's that's Ford Wheaton <laughs> yeah well here's hoping he makes the team even he's uh, sitting pretty low in the death chart right now but when you look uh, at the fact that Sterling Shepard and Wandale are I'm both just... on the pup list to start I mean yeah this th- I agree with you pass catcher needs to be dealt with for this team but a wide receiver specifically wide can't receiver, just be yeah. a pass catcher because Saquon's right. great out of the backfield they got yeah, they're two gonna great run tight ends. they're running two Give tight ends guy... a lot why weren't they in the Hopkins like sweepstakes at least because like they're throw not your hat in the ring Mm-hmm. Goodness. All right. I got nothing. I should have said. You know what I would do? What though? I would do is hire, hire Dan. Stop. 
terrible. Yeah. Get you know what I would really, do, though? truly feels passionate and loves this team. God in yeah. heaven. All right. You know what I would do, though, if I was the GM of the Philadelphia Eagles? Hmm. I'd take a nap. I mean, it's like you look at this team and the way they put it together. Yeah, the Bills going to come due now that they have to pay Jalen Hurts. Sure, it's going to be tough. I mean, you got to figure out what you're going to do from a cap standpoint. Uh, when you're going to move on from Lane Johnson and, Trav- and Jason Kelsey, rather, on the, the offensive line and how you're going to maybe manage that piece. Sure, you can throw a third wide receiver in there. Uh, that's a little bit uh, more coveted than Olamide Zacchaeus. But uh, at the same time, what they did with turning themselves into Georgia North with some of the talent that they got between Jalen Carter and already having uh, Jordan Davis and getting Nolan Smith and also getting your boy Sidney Brown, Keely Ringo. I mean, like, there's a lot of talent that they Dean? added to this team. Nicobe Dean as well, who's going to be the starting middle linebacker this year. I mean, this is a team that's added a lot of talent on a talented roster already, and that's a real good sign. And so I don't think there's a lot that needs to be done here. The only real big question mark for them is who's going to stay healthy at running back. Is DeAndre Swift going to stay healthy? Is Rashad Penny going to yep. stay healthy? I mean, th- they've got some lottery tickets in there in that position as well, but I would I would be a little concerned if I got to hand it over to Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott to run the ball uh, my entirety of this season. So it's yeah, a little up there. Also, I would, I would probably kick Tanner McKee off the team, not because of anything other than the fact that I think he's a completely wrong fit for this team in, their, in this offense. Send him somewhere where he doesn't have to move around. But Jalen Hurts and Marcus Mariota can both run. I don't know that Tanner McKee is capable of that. I might just be hating on him ever since the, dra- the draft and all of our process, but I don't like that fit. That's the only other thing. Ooh, that one's good. Well, on the subject Sorry. of bourbon and Thought beverages, <laughs> we are at the halfway mark. So why don't you talk about what you're drinking right there, Chief? I can't. It's not over. Well, talk about what you're what you're noticing right now. How many well, have you I tried got, so far, and where are we at? I've officially tried all six, and I have three over here, which I think are going to be the bottom three, and I have three over okay. here that I think are going to be the top three. But right. you know how I do this, and I do like one pass, mm-hmm. and then I go back through and see what's changed. Because for those of you who may not know, um, it, it, dr- drinking bourbon really is tricky. Like I said, you got to sure. kind of make sure – different areas of your tongue taste different tasting notes so you kind of i like to make Mm -hmm. sure my entire tongue gets it um that's step one step two is just knowing that the longer it sits out like it gets oxygen Mm -hmm. oxygenated that's a tough word um and it changes the the flavor it does so Mm -hmm. and another thing you would have to know is when it gets oxygenated uh i like to say a dizzy whiskey is a better whiskey so sure. I like to spin my glass around, and you one would think that might throw more oxygen in it, and maybe it does. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But when you swoosh it around, it tends to, like, give off a better nose because I like to smell it. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, makes the flavor more balanced. I don't know. I don't know. All these things mm-hmm. seem crazy, but if you do it, they're real. Sure. They really, they're, they're really, they really are real. So I can't give you a which one's going to win. So I'll give you a quick take on this uh, long drink thing that I talked a couple episodes. Oh about. yeah. I decided what to buy this. I just bought the variety pack, and there's they yeah, don't, don't have what's in that. many. Yeah, they don't have many things. So it's really just three things. Um, one, just the regular, not like the non-zero sugar. The full drink, sugar, the staple one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, the blue one, right? Is that a blue can? Yes, it's the blue can mm-hmm. one. Um, that's that's still my, from the three that were in there, that'd be the best one. I will say okay. that I do like the zero sugar one better, 
only because sure. it tastes nearly too. the same. It li- literally <laughs> tastes like almost the same. Only one mm-hmm. has no sugar, so I'm going to go that route. There um, you go. So, Agreed. You know, breaking news, the white can wins out of everything. Uh, so <laughs> the zero sugar one wins out of everything. The mm-hmm. regular sugar, regular flavor is second place. Um, but third place was very, very enjoyable. The cranberry one. They did a oh, nice the red, job. The red, can. Of, the red can. They really did a nice job. I actually enjoyed the heck out of that one. I would nice. love it if they did a zero sugar version of that one, sure. too. That would be awesome. Um, be all over and that. then if they need to do a zero sugar of something, definitely needs to be the peach one. It tasted great, but mm-hmm. three quarters of the way through this can, you were like, whew. <laughs> a little too this sweet. Is, this is so weak. Yeah, that's but a problem. I'm hypersensitive to sweet, as you know, Dan, and I think Same. other people probably figured it out by now. So I would like to say that most people could probably really enjoy that one mm-hmm. and rank it higher than you or I would. Um, but I still think that they're not drinking more than like two or three of those before they're kind of no. overwhelmed, I would think. I would hope. I don't know. True. So Peach probably came in last. But all of them very enjoyable. Um, if you're looking mm-hmm. for a change of pace from a bourbon or a beer like myself, I personally find that long drinks are a great change of pace. And I, so far, I think they beat any seltzer that I've had, and they're in that sure. family to me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, any of that stuff that's the RTDs, the ready to drink, kind of canned drinks like that, that are more of a moving toward a vodka or gin or spirit-based as opposed to seltzers, which are like, I don't know, malt licorice type. Or I'm not really sure exactly how they, they get the alcohol in there. I think seltzers are but. supposed to be uh, vodka, but I think Founders Ish. is the only one that does the tequila. Seltzer. Right, which Masagave ones, the, some of those are pretty tasty. If they too, did a so. zero sugar Masagave. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that'd be a different And I story. only, and I'm not huge on, like, I'm not scared of having sugar, everybody, but it's not about the consuming sugar. It's about just mm-hmm. how sweet things taste. And to me, artificial yep. sweetener, it, although it may be more unhealthy than regular sugar, <laughs> that's probably a factual. It's a different statement. kind of unhealthy. But it just tastes less sweet. And sure. I, it's about the taste. To me, I don't mm-hmm. care about the sugar. It just tastes better. I got the same issue, dude. It's one of the reasons why we yep. get along on the beverages. But right. uh, you know that that's something that I got to investigate is a little more in the long drink world because that's one of the ones that I seem like I've kind of enjoyed as well when I got a chance to try it. So yeah, we may have to add a different uh, section of craft to our draft, if you will, with those. I kinds think of we things. have so, to because the seltzer family is taking over the world. It is. We may have to do a little seltzer war. And Yee. I've tried a lot of seltzers. I'm like, eh. But the long drinks, good. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll let that stand uh, for our our beer talk for right now. I've got some stuff to talk about with the upper hand as well in a little while, but uh, we'll do that next time. So let's jump over to the south now. We'll finish with the north. And what team do you want to kick us off with? I'm going to start with the Buccaneers, my guy. I figured Um, you would. I regret saying this. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I mean, the obvious thing, well... Actually, I could still say it. I'm not bringing back the creamsicles as an alternate uniform, Dan. I'm not going <laughs> You're just to bringing them back? I'm just bringing them back. It is the uniform. That's Have this be the do. alternate? The, the pewter can yep. be the alternate? Yeah, 100%. I would. <laughs> uh, yes. Anything else you yeah, want to do? I, I would, you know, I'd make the creamsicles the main uniform. I'd let the all whites be the away. I would sure. have the color rush be the all grays like and then i just have the alternate 
Yeah, well, if that's I don't know, I didn't know if that was technically it's not. Yeah, it's it's the gray because the it's not quite okay. gray. It's like a brownish gray, so they call it Peter. Yeah, Which so I'd make that right, the, but... I'd make that the color rush, and then I'd have okay. just the alternate be the red because I think the red mm-hmm. probably you know they need to do that because they kind of still yeah. have the red even in the cream sickles. The mm-hmm. gray is the outlier one, so that'd have to be the color rush one. Right, but anyways, and and, let and let's it. be honest. As much as we like the cream sickles, having full on that much orange, if they did the color rush of all cream sickle, might be a bit much. I would love it. Yeah, it'd be fun to see once. I'm here for it. But orange and white looks so great together. I think I still would prefer to have the the white britches. Um, sure. But yeah, uh, my real take is probably worse than that uh, lame <laughs> cosmetic. Take. I I don't. I don't know where the direction of this team is, Dan. You know how I, I said I would do. tear. Da- you know how I said I'd tear down the Rams. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to say that with this team, but I don't because this team is not that down. far away from like competing their p- britches off and mm-hmm. like winning a Super Bowl. I understand Tommy was there, but right. They have a lot of really really good pieces on this team. Like they have great wide receivers. Right. Uh, when healthy, they have a very <laughs> solid offensive line. Tristan mm-hmm. Wirfs is a monster, and Ryan Jensen's a monster. We'll see what Cody mm-hmm. Mock can do. Luke Gadecki, you know, he, he's, he's kind of he's growing. But um, mm-hmm. eh, maybe they got some prospects at tight end, not the end of the world. But I don't know. Quarterback and running backs probably their biggest weakness, but they got, mm-hmm. you know, the young Rashad White coming up. We'll see what he can do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Even I've liked Baker than, more than most people, too. It's a sure. weird one. I honestly don't know. You know what? This sounds terrible, but I think I'm just going to sit back and see what happens this year so I know what to do next year. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah, think I'm fair. just going to observe the hell out of everything and take <laughs> notes on everything. And I'm probably going to, and this is the only actual, real, tangible thing I'm going to say on this, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. I'm reaching out, engaging interest on all those players. If, like, let me pretend that if I were going to tear this down, right? Sure. Um, the guys who give don't me for fit guy? the window of a teardown. Yeah, like gauge mm-hmm. interest with any other GMs out there. Like, hey, if things go south, mm-hmm. how do you feel about this guy? I, I yeah. you know what I mean. I throw out feelers. Right, Is we're open for fair? business, Is but we're f- not open for yeah. business. Yeah. Is that a fair take? Yeah, very fair take. Because, again, I think to an extent that's what they're doing right now. I mean, they obviously want to contend, and they know that this division is open right now because all four of these teams we're going to talk oh, yeah. about could pop or could flop. I mean, it could go either way, and that's what that's what gives people you know that level of interest. But when you look at they have uh, – somehow they still don't actually have hardly any cap space just because of how they're – they're set up with void years, et cetera, with those kind of, all those kinds of things. But even then, like Mike Evans is the highest salaried player on this team right now, so there's a lot of possibility for him. Team that's kind of in the same boat, but kind of on the other end of the stick, like Tampa might be dropping down a bit, is the Atlanta Falcons feel like they're starting to try to come up a bit. But are they, is the question, because they picked up a John Robinson, who obviously sorts out their backfield even more than there already was. They've got some. They've got Drake London, they've got Kyle Pitts, so they have a few pieces there. Obviously, I would definitely be grabbing another wide receiver. I feel like their offensive line is all right. Their defensive line is good but old, so they need to see what they've got with some of these other pieces back here. But what I'm trying to say is getting back to everything, this all still revolves around what they have, a quarterback. Is, De- is Desmond Ritter the guy? or not and so this my my season this year is do we have a quarterback or not 
regardless of what the record ends up being, we could be nine and eight and win the division because of the, how much this division might be, you know, kind of in rough shape. But do I feel good enough at nine and eight to run with Desmond Ritter going forward or not? Because he didn't show much last year. But is that a problem? I mean, yes, if it continues, but that's the thing. It's like he needs a little more time to see that. The other part that concerns me is their cornerback situation because right now they've got Jeff Okuda and Mike Hughes, who really couldn't hack it last year with Detroit, as their starters. And that's concerning for Atlanta. Not for Detroit fans, but definitely for Atlanta fans. Yeah, that's that's a fair take, too. I agree with you. Like You, you know that I'm fully convinced Desmond Ritter's not the guy. Sure, same. So... Like I'm more convinced that Kenny Pickett's the guy, and I kind of did that. Your Atlanta take was basically my same take I did for Pittsburgh. Only <laughs> I feel better about Pickett than I do about Ritter, but I don't feel great about either. Yeah, I'd say I feel a little better about Pickett than Ritter, but uh, at the same time, I feel better about Pittsburgh's defense than I do about Atlanta's defense. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I mean, when you got uh, T.J. Watt, you pretty much won. Right. Uh, all right, let me let me head out to the coast here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a. This might be the hardest take, even including the AFC that I've had to do so Ooh. far. Okay. Um, I'm gonna stick with my theme and buy myself some time to think here, <laughs> and say the first thing I would do is get rid of those stupid silver helmets and bring the all black helmets and stick with my opening mm-hmm. theme, always the cosmetics. But I really would do that. Sure. To be honest with you, I despise mm-hmm. that sparkly, glittery, silver, cute helmet they have. <laughs> I really don't like it. Um, sure. I don't know, man. Uh, this might seem kind of boring, but um, I, I, I would put a lot of time and effort into researching and paying like a lot of good development uh, coaches and, and QB mm-hmm. coaches. Like, I want to make sure Bryce Young stays healthy and like mm-hmm. you know develops. I mean, he. I, I only, and that might not even be the right thing to say. Like I know that he was absolutely beyond shadow of a doubt the most talented quarterback in this draft, but his size terrifies me. So like I, I want to get right maybe nutritionists or you know weight <laughs> like strength and conditioning sure, yeah. coaches. Is that what I'm? Mm-hmm. So they can. It's one of the things you're weight, looking for. Yeah, put weight on him in the right way to where. So he's actually two oh five, and yes. not water two oh five. You, that you know what, that is it. Strength and conditioning coaches for Bryce Young. Let's get him to where I feel like he's not going to get broken in half. Because mm-hmm. I do believe in his arm talent and uh, you know his knowledge of the game. You know, he, I think he's great. I just think he's small, and I don't care sure. about the height as much. I mean, I think the NFL is changing like that. But when you're talking about playing weight being in the 180s, I don't know how I feel about that. Let's right. get some weight yeah. on him in the right areas. That's that's my answer. I like it. Well, my answer is a little bit closer to some of the stuff you said with some other teams of what you've thought about doing. And if I am the GM for the New Orleans Saints, I am blowing it the F up. I'm sorry. They've been playing shell games and shadow games and craziness with their cap for so many years. I feel like it's put them in this weird limbo. I realize they just paid Derek Carr, and that would be a hard thing to work with because, unfortunately, you're not really going to get out of his his uh, salary that you've given him, his contract for at least the next three seasons. I looked at looking up the stuff on Sport Track. Basically, this year Derek Carr has a seven million, seven point two million dollar cap hit. Next year it's thirty five seven. Next year it's forty five seven. Next year it's fifty five seven. There is zero percent chance. 
that Derek Carr's contract stays the same because that's what the Saints do. They just find ways to try to like be magic with the cap and move things around and just continue to just try to stretch things out and and figure things out. And again, full props to them for basically treating this like it's, you know, new math and new economics or whatever. But this is a team that when you look at their roster has some talent in places. Chris Olave obviously had a good year last year. There's a couple pieces in the offensive line that aren't bad. There's a couple pieces in the team. But overall, this is a team that you just need to clear guys out. Clear out some of the older players. Clear out some of the cap issues you've got. Figure out if Alvin Kamara is ever going to play another down in the NFL again. <laughs> well, he if he doesn't, you're okay because you got Jamal right. to mentor Kendra Miller. If he's Exactly. Healthy. And that's the thing. I'm not getting rid of Jamal or Kendra Miller. What I'm doing is I'm getting rid of every big contract I can that's not Derek Carr because I can't move that one. But that's the thing. It's like, I'm just saying, you know what? Let's push reset. We're going to suck for two years, and then we'll come back. I understand why they're not doing it because, again, this division is wide open. The Saints still believe they have a shot at winning it because it is such a cluster for everybody. But I would get one year ahead of that where everyone else is trying, still dreaming of, of winning you know, the division this year and saying, just, just give me the plunger, Wiley Coyote style this thing, explode it, and give me something to look forward to two, three years down the road. I don't hate it. I like it, actually. You've wanted to do that to some other teams. Right. I, yeah, hey, I don't know if you said this at the beginning of the show, but we're going we're gonna to end with Detroit, right? Yeah. Let's end with the Packers, then Detroit. I'm going to go Vikings. Okay. Sounds good. And then you can go Bears because we share those two teams. We'll always end with the teams we share. How about that? I like it. All right. So, Minnesota. Whew. Figure out. Got some few things you could do here. Jordan Addison was a good idea. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, there, there are a f- There's a few. Th- there's, I, I'm struggling. <laughs> you know, I'm stalling right now. Well, you're stalling um, because there's no one glaring thing because there's a handful of things you could do. Well, I, whatever I'm doing, it's on the defensive side of the ball. Their offense was not the reason they were bad. Right. Their defense was because they allowed 400 points a game was the reason <laughs> that they – and they weren't bad. Um, yeah, but, but they I'm didn't exactly – they didn't add, yeah. you know, game-changing talent either on their defense this year. No. Outside of outside of Ivan Pace and Andre Carter. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. You know, I you know I like Ivan Pace. <laughs> you had me there, then you lost me with Carter. Yeah, that's okay. He's um, on the pup list, anyways, right now. I I think I'm just if I'm taking over this team, I I think I'm going to do kind of something along the lines of what you and I do, Dan. <laughs> I think I'm going to get into scouting and really work with my scouts that are on this team and tell them to like hey get out there now scout the heck out of every defensive player in the country because we're going defense hard right seriously like i want to know anything and everything about the best defensive players in every single round i -hmm. want you know i want five players that are projected to go in each round on defense that you guys are you know pounding the table for that mm-hmm. way, if I decide to go offense at any spot, I can go defense later because you can't go all defense. I mean, you could. Right. might actually be smart for them. I don't know. <laughs> but you, you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to do my homework on all the defensive prospects for every round. That's what right. I'm going to do if I take this team over. and You know, that's it's kind of strange to say. Maybe that's just the type of GM I would be or owner I would be, whatever you want to call it, because you would, could just tell your scouts to go do that. 
but I feel right. like I would I would do that, and I would tell them to do You'd it. You'd nerd out I would with them. Still do it. I would still do mm-hmm. it, and then be like, "You're right or wrong." Right. Yeah. You definitely would be nerding out with those boys. There's no doubt about that. Yes. But they. They. I mean, they, how good would this team be if they even had an average defense? Right. Yeah. Again, the only other thing I could say you may have to look into is what you're going to do at quarterback with Cousins being technically a free agent after this year with the void years. Yeah, contract. you got. You do have to figure that out. Um, what? How old is How old is Kirk here? Oh, Kirk I mean, is sitting 34? at 34 right now. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's still got another contract in him if you want to, but do you feel good enough about what he's done so far? That's that's a that's one of those. I don't know. And you know that's an interesting thing to bring up though because if they don't bring back a Kirk Cousins, I mean that puts this team in a really weird spot with having a Justin Jefferson and drafting a Jordan Addison mm-hmm. and having these offensive weapons with nobody to feed them. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Right. They're going to win enough games to where, I don't know. I mean, it's a deep QB class, so anything can happen. Mm-hmm. But Nick Mullins, Jaron Hall, come on. Mm-hmm. Not feeling it. So, it's yeah, you're right. I'll give you that. You're right. I, I'm still doing something on defense no matter what mm-hmm. for the future. But you you would have to factor in like figuring out what's going on with Kirk, right? So. Jumping over to Chicago though, uh, I'm not worried about my quarterback. I'm just trying to worry about how many passes he's going to throw errantly toward the wrong team because Justin Fields has been a running back at quarterback more than a quarterback. So that's going to be a question to see how the transition happens for him this season if they give him more chances to do that. But really, the two areas where I would focus personally, if I'm trying to figure this out, is one. I need more than just DJ Moore. No offense to Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney. Claypool might be all right this year, uh, and this might not be an issue. Tyler Scott might step up as a rookie and be huge. Valus Jones Jr., who had a a couple bright spots last year, might jump up too. But I'm still looking for another wideout. Looking for another guy to pair. I mean, they know that they just paid Cole Komet, and they've got Khalil Herbert. They've got Roshan Johnson. They don't really have a ton of receiving threats in the backfield, but still, wide receiver, and then the D-line, I know you got Zach Pickens and Javon Dexter who just came in. Demarcus Walker is there for a, a hot minute on, in that spot too. But I just I don't feel good about the D-line right now. So D-line wide receiver, the two areas for the Bears, that this is not a playoff team. Some people are trying to say, oh, well, if this – no, look, this team is not making the playoffs this year. They're not going to be terrible. They're not going to be the number one overall draft pick or something like that. But they're not in position right now to for anybody to get delusions of grandeur that this team is going to contend for the the uh, the North. And who knows, maybe it'll blow up in my face, and they will. But I see this team as being 500 as their ceiling right now. If they can get to that, they should be ecstatic with how things worked out for them this year. But they need another guy for Fields to throw the ball to. Otherwise, he's going to be able to hide behind that excuse. And they need some more bodies. They need to see where the bodies are at. So maybe this is where you're looking at, you know, from the standpoint of seeing how this year plays out defensively, but I feel good about the secondary. They just brought in TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds at linebacker. So who's going to rush the passer? Are we going to get any pressure from anywhere in the front Yannick line? That's my Gakwe. question. Right, exactly. And that's the thing. Maybe that's one of the things you do is you go out and pick him up and slap him on that line. But I don't know if he's – he's obviously not a long-term solution. Uh, he'd no. help you out a little bit this year. But that's my point. This team doesn't need one edge rusher to get them to the playoffs. They need more than the that. The other thing so, is – would you be mad if they signed Yannick? Because, like, no, do I you be mad. think, do you think, well, I mean, 
they'd be throwing money at him, but like, are the bears? It depends in on the, the contract. Window of competition. No, and that's the thing. It depends on the contract. If it's like a two-year deal or a one or two-year deal sure. where he's coming in to play to fill some spots to mentor young guys and to still get you some sacks, okay, I'm fine with that. If you're paying him for like five, six seasons, some crazy big contract, that would be stupid in my opinion. Because no, he's not in their window, and he he might be on the tail end of it. By that point, he's just probably getting fat and. You know, just being more of a coach than a player, and I don't want to pay for that is what I'm saying. So we'll see what happens, uh, but they need to address the defensive line at some point, but they need a long-term piece, not a stopgap. You ready Let's for Let's go my, to Green Bay and get them out of the way. Real quick, you ready for my fantasy football hot take? Don't tell anybody Ooh. in our league. Okay, except for those in the show, sure. Yeah, that's fair. All you. <laughs> Ro- Ro- Roshan's going to be, the, by the end of the season, he's going to be the, the starting running back for the Bears. I think... I don't think that's uh, a hidden piece of knowledge there. I'm pretty sure the people are out of that, too. Even the guy in our league who's from Chi-Town thinks it's crazy. <laughs> Fine. That's actually good. Let's roll with that. Yeah, One of us will get him, don't worry. For him. Yeah, yeah. One of us will get him. See All right, where are we price. going? We're going to Green Bay. Let's get them out of the way. What are we doing? Am I, allowed, you, you get am one I allowed to stick with my theme and focus on the cosmetics, as you put it? And and say you just want to get rid of the G? Well, or do you want to put a box on there? Do you want like an open open no, cardboard box? No, I want to name my team after something other than a box packing company. You know what I want to name do? the cheese heads. Uh, Dan, I want to stop lying to my fans and thinking that they can buy <laughs> shares of the team because nobody's calling them on draft okay, yeah. day. Fair. I'll give nobody's you nobody's calling me on draft day to hey, what do you think about picking this? You not <laughs> you don't own. This is scam. You do it not is. own. You're 100%. robbing your own fans. Yep. They're Good the hardworking people that are making sure you got the money to pay all these players, and you're mm. lying to them. I'm changing that. I like it. I'm on board with Sorry. that. Sorry. I probably just made a lot of people <laughs> mad, but it seems weird. <laughs> Tell me it's not shady. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, I've joked about that for years, how hilarious what, dodgy it is that you can own a anybody, share. Yeah, and what say do you have no, in the future of the team? There is no other organization in the are history of ever – are you getting a well, yeah, exactly. That's the point. Even a quarter like a week? No. Any company that has shareholders, those shareholders get to vote on things. Now, mind you, you may only have one share of millions of shares, and so you don't look. Fine. Have the controlling interest of the team still be fifty-one percent in some trust of whatever for the whoever ends up making those decisions. But it's not fifty-one forty-nine. It's a hundred percent not anything these people own. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it is a scam. So well, yeah. But, I mean, the whole the whole concept of Green Bay Packers are a scam. So yeah, it works. Something. But we I would mean, call them something the, else. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, the real answer really just has to be fairly easy, right? Mm-hmm. Wait and see if Jordan loves the guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Look, they don't have. They do not You've have a quarterback a first that I feel good pick about on this guy. Yeah, he sat sure. and waited. You've been grooming him, like mm-hmm. he could turn into something amazing. I don't think so. I don't see What's it. His I contract? didn't see him as a first rounder, anyways. Do you still? Uh, have I think they just picked up? up his option. I'm pretty sure they just picked up his his okay, five but his when's fifth his year contract? option. Okay, so yeah, he's only got you, this year and next year. So exactly. So after this year, you really got to figure out if you're going to pay this guy or he's not the guy. That's right. the answer. He, yeah, he literally has this year and next year, and he's still a cheaper quarterback next year too because he's got uh, like a seven million dollar cap it next year they could easily move on from him if he if he poops the bed this year they can easily move on from him 
uh, and well, not if he, worry, if he poops, just do something with that if, fifth year option. If he poops in the bed, they're moving on from him, A, because he pooped in the bed, B, because this is a great <laughs> quarterback class, and if he poops the right. bed, they're going to be picking fairly high. Yeah, they're picking top ten, definitely. Uh, the other thing that I would do with this team, looking at where they're at, who they've picked up, and what they've done, is I would address the secondary a little bit, which they didn't do. I mean, Anthony Johnson Jr. and Carrington Valentine in the seventh round do not move the needle. I like what they did in the defensive line, annoyingly so, with both Lucas Van Ness and our boy Carl Brooks. Both of those guys have potential to step up and, and make some noise with them. And Colby wouldn't, too, to an extent. But when you look at their secondary, Rudy Ford was a gaping sieve last year, and they brought him back as their starting free safety. I'm not upset about this. I'm quite happy that this is what's happening as a Lions fan. But if I'm a Green Bay Packer, somehow, I don't even know. There would have to be so much money, like an earth-shattering amount of money, for me to take a job with Green Bay. That being said, if I did... I would look into the secondary and do something about that because I, I don't mind Razul Douglas a little bit. I'm obviously Jerry Alexander. Darnell Savage isn't bad, but Rudy Ford, I'm sorry. I don't see it. Don't see it with him. Dan, there's no amount of money. I don't think I could do it. I'd be homeless. Oh, I don't know. I don't it would be I a lot of it. money. Sorry, like, like, Bay. But you know what? You know how to say this, though. <laughs> Because I feel like I do let it hang out a lot. Maybe you do too. Like, like how, mm-hmm. how we're obviously not Green Bay fans, especially right. you, because you're the weird anomaly that everybody should be mad at because your favorite teams <laughs> oh, yeah. are allegedly the Bears and the Lions. The Lions well, it's not just allegedly. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me or anyone who's <laughs> listening to this, Dan. It's no, not I'm fine with that. possible for anybody to do that. I understand. But for every Packer, there's Packers fans out there that are cool with me, like dogging them mm-hmm. all the time. But for the ones that aren't, like, take a minute and think about it. Like, if I were listening to a podcast and they were Packers fans and dogged the lines all the time, I would greatly appreciate it because that's what creates the rivalry, and that's the only reason I watch sports. Like, yeah, the rivalry I'm a diehard Michigan Wolverines fan. Everybody in the world seems to think that mo- the majority of the population thinks that the best rivalry in sports is Michigan-Ohio State. I – uber appreciate every ohio state fan dogging <laughs> michigan when they suck sure mm-hmm. you have to you have to just like when michigan was finally bad and me living in sparty nation and sparty fans were making fun of fun of michigan and some of my michigan friends were like getting super defensive i was like dude let them have the moment they've been on top for a little while like you did it for 20 freaking thousand years like <laughs> It's okay. Like, this is what makes it fun. I like mm-hmm. it. All right, are we, are we ready to transition into Detroit? Well, let's go to Detroit, and let's do our best to not, like, talk about them for half an hour, okay? We can't. You know why? Because uh, one well, take each. I'm going to do two takes, but my second take is going to be mm-hmm. the shortest take of all time. <laughs> to stay okay. with my current format and theme and flow, I'm going to say... You gotta, you gotta fix the anorexic lion on this alternate logo. You, you, you cannot have Scar from the Lion King being on the logo. <laughs> Somebody get that lion a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Hey, call Jim Harbaugh. He'll there give him a cheeseburger. Love it. Right? Seems like everybody's mad at Jim Harbaugh for buying a kid a cheeseburger. My goodness, four game suspension. This is silly. But anyway, <laughs> gotta change that. 
Love the that the, they're trying to, you know, for the anniversary, you know, get the throwback in there for the alternate helmet. Love the blue helmet. Love the stripes behind it. Just change the lion. Leave the stripes. I already talked about it in the previous episode. Cosmetics, had to get it in there. But honestly, Dan, my real take, you know what I'm doing? I'm getting out of the way. <laughs> tell, tell, me if, tell me if I'm just being a, a biased, like, Homer Lions fan here. But I've been a diehard Lions fan for a long time. Mm-hmm. I've criticized them a lot. I got nothing bad to say about anything or any direction of this team right now. I like where they're going. I'm getting out of the way, and I'm just going around saying hi to everybody. I'm not doing mm-hmm. anything. Literally, <laughs> this might be the first answer. No. This might be the only one where this is the last out of all 32 teams. This is the only one where the only thing I'm doing is playing with the cosmetics. I'm doing mm-hmm. the teams. I'm doing the jerseys and logos and stuff. Yeah, everything else is going fine. I'm not go. saying they're like going to compete for the Super Bowl or anything. Right. Just I trust the direction of what's going on, and I'm not going to you know disrupt that. Seriously. Sure. I'm still maybe toying with. Uh, the interior of the defensive line, I'm not sure. Obviously, they felt great about Project Martin, so I'm curious what they've got there. Uh, and I'm still probably toying with uh, seeing what they actually have at wide receiver for some of those pieces because obviously with J-Mo uh, doing what he did and being you know kind of in the background for the first six games, is he anything more than just a fast guy? I don't like that Marvin Jones is one of my top three wide receivers right now. I like Marvin Jones. I'm just not convinced he should be a top three wide receiver for an NFL team right now. No, if he is, he's you know just he's also on the NFI list anyways, and so I'm concerned about the pass catching, and I'm concerned about the interior defensive line. Otherwise, yeah, I'm on board with you there too because this team is in good shape. Will they? They'll they should be able to win the division this year with how much chop and change is having everybody else with Minnesota's defense kind of being suspect with Chicago still being Chicago and Green Bay hopefully not having a third great quarterback in a row because that would be super irritating. But that's my point. It's like this team should be able to win the division, and so you can't really be upset about that for the first time in 30 years almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what, what else you got say. to say. <laughs> this is a fun little segment. I can, if, you, if anybody's interested, I have the final results of the uh, finals. Oh, okay. Are. Why I can not? reveal them. Lay it on me and right let's now. sort it out. Sure. You want me to go worst to first or first to worst? Worst to first. Come on. I'm just going to sit back and let you rip this, and then we'll call it a day. All right. I might have to review to this chat real quick, but um, a oh, two, a two is uh, Elijah Craig small batch came in last place. Oh wow! Well, sixth place because we started True. with like fifty of these. <laughs> Ooh, that's a bit of a surprise. Seventeen ninety two came in fifth place. Wow. That went to a little better than I would have thought. That uh, fourth place. Is Bullet. There you go. Ooh. Third place is Old Granddad 114. Wow. The only only drinkable Jim Beam product on planet Earth. Sorry, Jim Beam. It's true. Oh. Second place, Buffalo Trace. Which means, for wow. Wild Turkey 101 won this thing. Classic. Classic. Probably the cinnamon thing got me. You know I'm a you know I'm a rye mm-hmm. guy down at deep down in the spice and stuff and cinnamon's kind of like a spice. I think that's that's my guess. I don't know. You know well, you know what I will say though? To end What's this that? thing, 
I would say this, the uh, bottom, the bottom three, like I said, I had them separated. I'm pretty convinced the bottom three uh, were the three, but the worst. Mm-hmm. They're still all very good. Uh, <laughs> that'd be the Elijah Craig, the 1792, and the Bullet. But uh, the top mm-hmm. three on any given day, I think any of them could win. There you go. And that's fun because, again, when you're drinking that kind of stuff at that level, uh, not everybody wants to, to do $100 bottles and stuff like that. So having no. some real good insight into the cheaper stuff that you can still enjoy and have a good time with, that's that's the kind of consumer advice we do here on this show. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm here for it. It almost makes me wish I could go back and I had notes to recap all the other ones that were in this <laughs> and got booted, but it is what it is. Yeah, we may fun. have to do a little cheap fun, whiskey a war bracket. one of these days. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I would like so to do again. it and see what you do. A, I'd like sure. to see what you pick, and B, I'd like to see if my <laughs> previous statement's true and they change. Mm-hmm. I'm on board with all of that. We'll have to do that on the time, though, because we've wrapped up the AFC and the NFC, what we would do if we were running things, and apparently JP comes up with some great ideas when he's been dipping into the bourbon. Anything you want to wrap hey. up with here, bud? No, I think I just did it, man. I'm good. Other than, hey, you know what? We ended everything mm. on a positive note. I like I love the it. angle you did. I think we should always end with Packers, then Lions. That way it's like the most <laughs> negative note followed by the most All right. positive we note. We can just I'm go. Kidding. We can do that. We can loop the directions around and do it in reverse order. Well, hey, uh, just so everybody knows, if you are paying attention to this in real time, uh, JP is running off into the woods again. So next week, probably not going to be a show. See you in this guy's nine go days. Off the grid. Yeah, right? We'll figure something out. We come back and we'll actually start talking current football stuff with what's Ooh, going on in training, training camps. training camps. Can't wait. Just nine days away with Draft Draft.